0: Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. I am Punk Revolution Now, a.k.a. Kayo here with Joan Avarka, a.k.a. Sophie. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. Today we have a very special episode because we're going to be talking about Bud Light and how the Based News Network officially endorses Bud Light as the greatest <laughs> beer of all time and we all must rally behind bud light and buy as much bud light as we can to defend bud light
1: indeed indeed so get ready to to have a a beer crawl situation
0: yeah so <laughs> you know i don't I'd but say you can just you can
1: tell i don't drink beer
0: <laughs> a beer crawl situation well i was you know it's kind of funny so bud light right now is like associated not not like by choice, not like leftists or like left-wing or liberals intended to like claim Bud Light. But like conservatives have literally pushed Bud Light into the category of like a woke beverage, a woke commodity. So now Bud Light belongs to to liberals and leftists. So basically what happened was Dylan Mulvaney... Is that how you pronounce her name? I hope so.
1: Yes, it is. It is.
0: All right. So Dylan Mulvaney, she's a TikTok star, influencer. She's trans. And Bud Light did a a influencer corporate sponsorship thingy where they sent Dylan Mulvaney, who is trans, they sent her a pack of Bud Light beer that had her face on the cans. And she did a little TikTok celebrating the fact that she got these cans and celebrating that she's been transfer a year and you know just a standard typical this is what corporations do even corporations even even companies have sent me stuff to put in my videos my small little you know eight thousand subscriber youtube channel i've gotten energy drinks which i've reviewed um and i've i you know i, I acknowledge that in the youtube channel wow
1: like, this this is actually a similar situation They're
0: yeah you yeah, got I some woke re- beverages woke beverages yeah so so you know, Bud Light didn't make a huge deal out of this sponsorship. They weren't like, they weren't, you know, selling cans in the store with Dylan Mulvaney's face on it. They weren't like pushing. Trust this huge... me,
1: he tried to buy them.
0: I, I actually, yeah, I tried. I went to the store. I was like, oh, sweet. I can get some Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light. And I went to multiple stores and couldn't find it. And then I realized that it's actually not that. It's actually literally just like six cans that Dylan Mulvaney had in one TikTok. And I just assumed that this was something that I thought this was like a big thing. Bud Light was like pushing really aggressively because of how aggressively conservatives were reacting to it. Like, I thought like, if because conservatives were acting like this was a huge betrayal by Bud Light and just them diving super deep into like woke territory. But literally, it's just one little TikTok sponsorship that corporations do. They, you know these are things they probably have a team of people who who go off and like just find a bunch of influencers and just exactly. ship them off to people So like just probably some small little side quest not a big deal for bud light that turned into this big thing and um you know donald trump jr a bunch of other conservative figures uh matt walsh all these you know people on on social media who have no 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 capacity to think other than like what's gonna get My right wing followers on social media riled up all made this into a huge thing. And they were there's, you know, uh, Kid Rock, the musician Kid Rock posted a video of him shooting his gun at Bud Light cans (laughs) like they were out going out of their way to like all who can be the most masculine macho guy to like destroy Bud Light, Um, which is actually kind of horrifying. It's actually really insane how intense the reaction was. Literally, it was just like i mean it's it's actually insane, but I'm happy about it because like Bud Light is like the coca cola of beer, so it's like basically like the most generic like it's literally just the beer that's everywhere it's it's ubiquitous, yeah, and the fact everyone that everyone knows like, Bud Light everyone knows Bud Light, and the fact that this beer now like belongs to like the left, you know. I'm saying let's freaking embrace it. I feel like a lot of like leftists are like just kind of trying to step back and not engage in this and are just like rolling their eyes at conservatives being cringe and not wanting to engage in what is like transparently an extremely shallow culture war. But right. I disagree. I say we should we should celebrate and take on, take ownership of it and say all right, if you want to play this game, then like we'll we'll take Bud Light. That's awesome. I we, we will happily take Bud Light as ours. And I'm, every time I go to a yeah. bar now, I am only drinking Bud Light forever. Nothing else.
1: It's, it's really funny, too. Like, because Bud Light apparently donates to, like, conservative thingies, which I've read in my article, like, uh, some articles. I know I'm not providing the greatest uh, information here, but... It's 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 a case of pinkwashing honestly like if anything like they're not really contributing anything that amazing to the trans community it's it's it is it's better than nothing it's better than being them like having a transphobic campaign you know what i mean and it's not even a campaign you know what i mean and conservatives are seeing it as this like huge betrayal but in reality they're just you know they're not really contributing anything at all
0: yep they're just like this is a demographic we need to sell beer to let's just put the bare minimum of exactly effort to, to,
1: exactly to make
0: sure those people are also buying Bud light and you know what don't crush my fantasy sophie i'm still gonna support bud light i'm still gonna drink i i want i want but i want bud light i want excuse i want an excuse pretend, to drink bud light don't worry
1: don't pretend i didn't say it
0: okay all right i will drink a lot of bud light in celebration, yeah, it's really weird because I don't know. I don't know if you saw, but there was like a letter that I think the CEO of the yes the company he issued the, a what, statement. Like, yeah, and it's a v-
1: super weak statement <laughs> to And
0: Hauser Bush. Yeah, it's really interesting because like I'm seeing different media articles frame this differently. Like I'm seeing right wing media articles like call this like a really weak apology as if bud light should give a stronger apology and then i'm seeing left-wing or like sent sent you know mainstream uh outlets calling this like um you know like it's like almost shameful that bud light would apologize for like having any sort of trans person collaborate and the interesting is, is even though everyone is calling it an apology nowhere in the letter is there the word sorry? There's no. I apologize. There's no. There's. It, it actually is literally a very, a very, very thin, vapid corporate statement, just saying mm-hmm. we're an American corporation who wants to bring people together rather than, than divide we, we, us. And,
1: we didn't want. We didn't want this to happen. Like.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just something that they can say so that they can hopefully smooth things over with their conservative psychographic demographic whatever yeah and also not offend trans people and like liberals and lgbtq people by outwardly apologizing for what they did so in this way in the best case scenario it's a win-win um situation but it's such a weak response that i don't think it's gonna do any good
0: (laughs) no no exactly it's like it's, like I said, left-wing people are, like, looking at this, like, how dare you apologize for associating with a trans person as if that's anything that is, any you know, anything to apologize for. And then right-wing people are like, how dare you not apologize more explicitly, which is just, like, I mean, it's just disgusting. Like, it's so clear. Like, I mean, that's what I'm trying to say is, like, there's – this is – it's just – it's disgusting. It's just it's, – I, 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 I think that's the big part. I'm, I guess I haven't really – articulated it's just like it is actually shocking disgusting like bizarre insane insane behavior to to like go out of your way to find this corporate sponsorship online on tiktok on a person who you don't even follow and then like go absolutely nuts of over it for weeks like you have to have so much hatred in your soul to do that you have I'm to genuinely
1: if be- af- i'm genuinely afraid for her
0: yeah, because it's of, she's
1: so high profile. I'm not sure did ha, were you aware of her previously?
0: I I've seen her around. I don't really follow her anywhere, but I I've heard, I've seen her name. I know she who she yeah. is. Yeah.
1: I think I like was following her on TikTok like like when she was like like she was on like day 5, you know, like Mhm. Mm-hmm. So I've I've seen a lot of it like her journey and stuff and She's sort of rapidly become this uh TikTok star before my eyes. And it's I've seen her yeah, no, I've seen her be involved in like increasingly high profile sponsorships and campaigns and all this stuff. And I don't know, I I mean, I I'm obviously like not the biggest fan of like corporate sponsorship type influencer stuff, but I was happy for her that she was, you know, succeeding and in, in doing well in life. And it was like, it was genuinely like sweet to see that. And like also to have this very visible, sweet and like kind woman as like a form of, of representation. Of course, like her experience doesn't, I've heard criticism from trans people saying, okay, she's, you know, rich and, can afford to have facial feminization surgery so like not everyone claims her as like their inspiration or whatever but it's i think she's like a genuinely positive force and could help a lot of like cis people understand a little bit more about a a certain trans experience so i i like her she seems very nice very sweet and it's so sad someone who's very like sweet and wholesome be treated as this like perverted horrible person it's really really sad to see
0: yeah it's actually really even hard to even like think about because you know being a a a very successful online influencer what you do when you're in that situation in order to make an income a living off doing that is to do these stupid one off little corporate sponsorships that's like how, that is how you make a living and that's like everybody does it Cis people every, everybody does it that's how you make money i mean like sophie hasn't done it but i have so and-
1: i haven't done it but i've but 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 similar to her situation where she got sent like a beer can with her face on it i've been sent stuff in yeah, exchange yeah. for like a post for example like Dorian Electra sent me a, a Oh shirt. yeah actually
0: yeah that's right yeah and, and that's just I like, didn't get
1: paid I didn't get paid to post about it but it's sort of a it's it's a thing that like people on the internet do sometimes to Oh know, to get free things sometimes because it's yeah, it does it's, take a lot of work to run a part of, these accounts it's, it's it's harder than it looks it's probably much harder for her but you know it's nice to Occasionally, you, it's, it's, it's just how you would exist on the internet in the creator economy.
0: It's literally just, it's just, it's just, the issue, it, I, I don't think, it, I don't even, I think it's actually completely whack to disapp- disapprove of her for taking, like, any sort of corporate money as an influencer. Like, I think, because the, the thing is, is, like, what, the, what people are mad about her f- for is her just existing you know what I mean? Like like they that's what people are mad yeah. like that is what conservatives are mad about. They're not mad about like corporations having, you know, influence on in social media this and that. They're they're literally just mad that trans people exist and they don't want them to exist. Like that is what it comes down to. And Bud Light giving this sponsorship is literally Bud Light saying, "We're going to, you know, treat people at we're going to treat trans people as just a normal person and have them play as a play a regular boring old cog in the machine role in the capitalist system and we're going to just do that cuz that's going to be profitable and you know if if you find that to be annoying that sucks but that's literally just how capitalism works and then the response from conservatives is literally just like no you should not even you should not even like Acknowledge that these people exist like that is basically what the reaction for like that is what that it's like the the amount of hatred It's literally like completely at this point the arguments are literally just from the right about towards trans people is literally just completely Genocidal like that is I know exactly it's speaking
1: towards this growing trend of eradication of trans people um, Entirely not just children but actual adults it's really really, really scary it's really scary
0: and it reminds me of like what I've read about like Jim Crow like like in America during Jim Crow, where if you were a white person who like did anything to even remotely accommodate black people in any sort of way, shape or form, the mob of white people would even come after you for daring to defend a black person or just not even defend a black person just like associate with the black person like that is how bad the the mm-hmm. like mob mentality is it's horrifying so
1: i've said this before but i know i think people will look back on this period of american history with a lot of shame and disgust
0: yeah so i don't know i it's i do like to joke around i am you know about Uh, let's all buy Bud Light, and, you know, I think you kind of just have to make these jokes just to, like, cope with how absolutely, like... Exactly. We're living in a moment where there's... Half the entire political spectrum in America have no cohesive ideas other than let's rally behind hating this one specific demographic and insisting they don't exist and insisting corporations don't even acknowledge that they exist. It's really disgusting. I I like to believe, though, that, like, this, like, the Most people who maybe are not super politically engaged, maybe kind of lean a little bit one way or the other. Like, can, like, come on. Like, can you, can you please see this? Like how insane it is to be like Kid Rock buying Bud Light cans and shooting them. Like, I I really hope that the average person can see, like there's a pretty clear cut, a pretty, it's a pretty black and white issue where one side is clearly just fueled completely by hatred. And the other is just like a side, like the other side just wants to like literally exist and like, love each other and defend each other it's pretty clear-cut i think i agree anyways one last thing i want to say about bud light which kind of trans transitions into our next topic is um luxmore london who uh oh right yeah she was a top contestant uh like a finalist on the the most recent season of rupaul's drag race uh, and she she went to the finale like the red carpet event or whatever it is with like a, a little bag or a purse, but the the purse was actually literally just like a can of Bud Light.
1: Yes.
0: So she so uh, Lux is in on the epic Bud Light meme. We so we we support Bud Light. We're we, gonna support ignore the fact we support Lux and we support Lux Bud Light. We support Bud Light. We're gonna ignore the fact that Bud Light is just a uh, a soulless corporation that's just doing what they need to do to make as much money as possible. And we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drink Bud Light to to numb the pain of.
1: I actually had a dream last night where I drank a ton of beer. So. Epic. Yeah. It's a sign. I I,
0: I feel like I have that dream a lot.
1: Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess that brings us to our next topic. Um, The RuPaul finale was on Friday.
1: It sure was. And now I want to warn everyone, if you haven't watched the finale yet, there will be spoilers ahead. Um, Maybe, Kyle, we can put in the description when the spoilers are so that they can skip past the segment. They want to keep listening. Okay. Just as a f- future note,
0: look look so, in the look in the description to see the time Yeah. When to skip to.
1: Spoiler alert for for the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. We will be discussing the outcome of the finale. So here is your warning. Anywho, the person who I wanted to win, Sasha Colby, has won RuPaul's Drag Race. What are your thoughts?
0: I thought it was pretty epic. I think it was like what everyone expected was gonna like happen and mm-hmm. it was definitely the justified choice because Sasha throughout the entire season was really, really epic. And I feel like the the finale lip-sync dance-off, she did an amazing job. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the one thing that did kind of catch me off guard was how they narrowed it down to a top two.
1: Yeah, that was strange because usually what they do is they, they kind of do like a tournament, you know? Yeah. Like, two of, like if there's a top four... Half of them, like one will batter, battle the other and then like the other two will battle each other and whoever wins that one will battle in the f- final lip sync. That's what's happened in the past, but they're not doing it this time, which is really, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. I think it's a little bit better this way, you know, so there's like, I think having yeah. a more clear cut second place adds a little bit more kind of plot twists, a little bit more uh dynamics to like I I don't know I haven't watched any of the seasons where it's literally just a bunch of lip sync tournaments but I think this was I I I thought it was kind of kind of interesting it really felt like I was watching the Oscars
1: yes you said that while we were watching and I totally agree and I've noticed in recent years this is this is the trend that it's moving towards like a, a little bit more of a award show vibe which you know, I'm okay with it. I think' it's, I think it's okay. I, I It's fun to see, like, for example, we saw Jinx Monsoon perform her number from Chicago because she's starring in Chicago right now and as m- Mama, I forgot her the rest of her name, but it's like Mama. And she did a really, really good job. When you agreed, Kaio? I thought she was amazing.
0: I absolutely agree. I thought that was a lot of fun. Like I think that's it just it you it, it just kinda of feels like they're they really have put a lot of energy into trying to make it feel like a really exciting, important like event that everybody who cares any does cares at all about drag needs to watch because it's like Yeah, a they're huge, they're
1: making it like the drag Oscars essentially.
0: Yeah, which I think is smart and it kinda of makes sense and I mean Yeah. I thought it was more fun to watch than just like a whole like sitting down recap let's just you know talk yeah about i'm this.
1: not a huge fan of that stuff honestly yeah so and i i felt like the the lip sync for the crown format got a has been getting a little tired so i was also like happy to see one final lip sync rather than like a, a tournament but, you know, what they're doing instead is they're doing these, like, individual choreographed numbers. And I'm going to go out on the limb and say I really don't like them. That was, like, a miss for me. And that's just my personal taste because, as you all know, um, I have a high tolerance for cringe. For the most part. You know, I post a lot of cringe on Joan of Arca. And I enjoyed. I think it's fun. And RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race has a lot of really fun cringe. But... Some of the songs for these, I don't know, like, these finale songs are just, like, I really do cringe at the lyrics and, like, the delivery. And it just, it feels really, I, uh, it just really bothers me. It takes me out of it. Like
0: It's super so, Disney channel. It's a very yeah, Disney channel. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I just, I don't like it.
0: Like, I understand that, you know, there is a lot of, like, wholesome beauty to the the adventures and lives of drag queens and them getting to flourish etc it's all great it is happy stuff but like to to have like a bunch of musicals singing about this is like it's it's very disney channel it's 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 very cringe yeah
1: it's just not the maybe if the songs were better like rupaul songs are not usually i mean well rupaul songs are good i think they're fun (laughs) but i mean like the rupaul remix songs or like any you know songs involving the queens that come out of the show they're often not the best the one of the exceptions, of course, is Riju Rochu from All Stars Two. The final four. That song is epic. I know all the words to it. I was like, I'm sure everyone listening to this knows all the words to it as well. And you gotta love Roxy Andrews' like awful verse, but it's like so bad it's good. You know, like that was a classic, and the beat is good. But I don't know. I feel like RuPaul's just tr- been trying to chase that like incredible song that he put out, in like. I don't know. In, he just hasn't the 90s been able or to. Whatever. What?
0: Like the song, like his uh, was like the supermodel. No,
1: song. I, I mean no. I'm talking about the Riju Rochu from All Stars oh. Two. Oh,
0: well, you know, honestly though, the truth is, Sophie, is that a lot of the songs that he puts out, like he probably he probably does it because he knows it's like something he can monetize twice. Where exactly? Like, yeah, we'll the remix the, we'll, and the original. Yeah, we get the we get the TV episode idea. We get to release it and get more s- mon- streams yeah. on Spotify. So. It really does come down to that, I think. But oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what was really fun for me was to see Poppy in the audience.
1: Yeah, our our girl Poppy—that's our girl. Yeah, I know. That was fun for us because, as if you haven't listened already, we interviewed Princess Poppy from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15 last episode, and it was really, really fun. And I really love her; she's so cool and awesome. So, check it out if you haven't. But that was that was very surreal for me because like, yeah, like I don't know her in real life, but I I'm oomphs with her and I like interviewed her and I've like texted her before. And it just it's like, wow, I like know someone on stage here. That's it's so surreal for me as a lifelong fan of the show.
0: Yeah, it was funny because like in the episode, we do talk a little bit about like she she mentions how she got in and went to the finale and stuff like that. And then like it's just like it's it's really like it's messes with my mind to like think same it's like what's the time frame there she went to the show like wait i don't know it's i'm pretty
1: sure she filmed the finale like a week before we interviewed her i'm pretty sure
0: it just feels like we were in this like my brain was like in this weird middle ground where i talked to her after she was already in the show but before i got to see it on tv i don't know it's just weird yeah it's it's very
1: strange it's very strange yeah but, but it was she looks great. It was really fun. She looked amazing. She's beautiful. She had an outfit inspired by Mean Girls when yeah. uh what's her name? Why? Oh, why am I blanking it's on her name? Girl. Rachel McAdams who plays Oh my god, I feel like a fake woman right now. This is so embarrassing. I know her name. Regina George. The Regina George look after she gets hit by a bus and she has to wear the brace.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good. Yeah, uh, so was it was good. a
1: very slay look.
0: What did you think about um, them choosing Anitra as number 2?
1: I I agree with it. I think I honestly think the main reason why they did that was that they really wanted to slay memorable, newsworthy, viral lip sync.
0: Mhm. Oh. You know what point. I mean?
1: Yeah. So they picked the two best lip syncers and performers to to do it. I mean, we all knew that Sasha was going to be in the top 2 regardless, so that wasn't that wasn't, you know, surprising at all but anitra i'm sure they knew that anitra would give like the best performance also mm-hmm. anitra is a fan favorite she's very yeah. popular with people online she also had like a nice storyline in the show and also lux and mistress are kind of getting like some hate online because of the way they interacted with like lucy laduka and people calling them like bullies and stuff mm-hmm. which i don't agree with i think it's tv it's just all in yeah. good fun you know but so the fan support is really behind anitra and sasha so i think that also contributed to those placements
0: that and trust me kayo
1: i was watching do you know do you know how many videos i watched in pre- before this finale of like predictions and like stats i was looking at their stats and stuff like track records mm. and like fan reception and stuff like i was really you know i i'm like really in deep with this stuff
0: I, oh i know you are i know you are I, yeah, I, I definitely feel like the Sasha winning thing was like pretty predictable. I would have if, given it like it, a chance. It so, was,
1: but it's also like
0: you never it, would just know because it's, it's
1: predictable doesn't mean it shouldn't happen. If she deserves it, no, 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 no
0: it. It does, no, it deserves to happen. I, I, I was just. Oh thinking, no, I didn't.
1: I didn't think you thought that. I just I've heard that criticism online, and I'm like, and it's just like, mm, I don't know. I get, I get that it's predictable and not as interesting, but it would be more unfair to to not give it to her
0: yeah absolutely she deserves it and that's the no question i just for me i guess like the real shocker of the episode or like kind of like surprise element was the fact that they like picked anitra as number 2 and i think you may i think you have a good argument that like it, it makes a great lip sync but you know i also know that mistrix and lux And Anitra do have, or all three of the like second place people, I do feel like are a little bit more equal. Like I feel like if it was, if Sasha wasn't in the competition and those were the top three, I would have no clue who's gonna win.
1: Yeah, I I think probably Anitra, but you know Anitra had an interesting run on the show because she started off really strong with her talent show number, then sort of faded into the background, and then came back around the lip sync Lala Perusa Smackdown. Yes, I just said those words. And sort of, you know, climbed her way back up to the top and had some good story moments when she spoke about her experience with her family and such and, like, her experience in the Rusical. So she sort of built up this fan support. Not to mention she's really, really good at lip-syncing and d- dancing. So I, I understand why she is a fan favorite. So yeah. and even more so than Sasha for some people, but I think everyone really does respect sasha and wants her to win i saw a lot of people on twitter hating on mistress and lux but i won't lie though they added they added like most of the drama and fun to the season because anitra and sasha really stayed out of it
0: yeah uh, sasha's extremely nice Uh, is super nice yeah she deserved
1: it completely and she's a legend you know she deserves that title She's yeah. really a legend. And her final lip sync was just amazing. Like, she looked so good. And I don't know. She just has this magnetic energy to her that is really unmatched. She's she's truly an original. So I'm happy that it went to her. And it's also nice because this year we've had four four trans winners of the show in a row. Oh, wow. Or this, like, this recent, you know, because not f- this year, but, like, because like, Willow Pill, who's trans, and then... um all-star all six kylie sonique love trans and i found out was is sasha colby's was sasha colby's roommate correct me if i'm wrong mm. but i saw that so sasha colby's roommate is kylie sonique love who is that you know remember i pointed out that blonde woman who was like really excited yes in the audience yes. Yeah. yeah, so she won All-Stars, and she's also trans, but apparently she was roommates with Sasha, so that's kind of cool. And then, of course, Jinx Monsoon won the All-Stars 7, the queen of all queens, so it's really awesome, you know? And especially considering RuPaul's Drag Race's like, problematic history with trans people, so it's really cool to see.
0: So we got RuPaul and Bud Light and the Base News Network all coming out. In support yeah. of, trans. I'm sure you guys
1: can can tell how much I love talking about RuPaul's Drag By yeah. the way, I'm speaking about it. So, um,
0: any last thoughts on the RuPaul stuff? No, I think on four.
1: On sadly, we have to move on, but that's
0: okay. I know, I know. I'll but, talk your um, ear
1: off later about it.
0: Oh, I know, I know. But it was, it was. I think overall, it was a pretty fun finale.
1: Yeah, no, just talking about it makes me well um the all-star the new all-star season the cast reveal is on may 12th and i'll be with kayo for that so excited
0: wow (laughs) i didn't even realize that but cool no they
1: turn them out quickly they turn them out quickly
0: all right next topic which is um pentagon document leaks We've got some boy uh, stuff now. <laughs> back to yeah, talking about the boy, the boy stuff.
1: This is the boy half of the episode because we had Dylan Mulvaney and RuPaul and now this is the boy section.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know. I I well. All right, fine. All right. I'll take I'm it. Kidding, so, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think women like hearing about the Pentagon. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, this is about... So, basically, there's this 21-year-old like, alt-right kid who is in, a Discord servers named Jack... Minecraft Discord, right? Minecraft Discord named Jack Tech Sierra. And he um, he is now facing up to 15 years in prison for leaking a bunch of top-secret documents from the Pentagon that are really, like, up-to-date recent uh, Pentagon documents regarding the, the Ukraine war. Does that war. make it worse? That kind of does make it worse. I, I, it's it definitely it's kind of a mixed bag because like the Ukraine war is ongoing. There's like a lot of like sensitive stuff that like that like there's like a big, highly anticipated anticipated Ukraine counteroffensive that's supposed to start any day now. Like Russia is regularly attacking. It's like yeah, like it's 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 a very active situation with a lot of like moving pieces. So there have been some Pentagon people who have commented saying that this is actually like worse because it kind of messes things up. Like compared to like, you know, Edward Snowden releasing a bunch of documents that were like years old about the NSA. This is like fresh, hot stuff. But, you know, my impression honestly though is looking through all the headlines, looking through all the news on this, um you know a lot of the main takeaways are one like it seems like internally the US government is like internally acknowledging the fact that Ukraine is actually having a really really tough time in the war they're really running low on ammo and i mean it's it's really a really brutal situation they are you know doing they're doing well but given that russia is just a country with four times more people you know, just mathematically, it's, like, an extremely difficult situation. And that's not really a huge, you know, mind-blowing, revealing thing. Because, like, there's already a lot of journalists who are going into Ukraine and reporting this. That Ukraine is, Ukraine's, Ukraine's situation is very dire and they need more ammo if they want to succeed. And then the other things that were in the paper were, like, about the United States government spying on Russia. And they have, like, a ton of knowledge about, like, Russia's... Um, like literally when Russia is about to attack an area, like the United States will know ahead of time and then relay that information to Ukraine. Um, they were spying a lot on the Ukrainian government themselves. They were spying on South Korea's government. They're spying on Israel's government. So just, you know, just like a lot of stuff that frankly, not necessarily too like mind blowing.
1: I'm not not surprised that the U S is sticking its nose into all these government
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i kind of you know honestly i would kind of hope frankly you know if the u.s government is giving billions of dollars to ukraine to defend themselves something that i think is a pretty good idea honestly like i th- i would like this you know i would like the united states to maybe you know do a little spying to make sure that zelensky is not actually like secretly crazy and like want to make sure we're like you know not gonna accidentally like support uh i don't know Get, make the situation worse. I think it's a very sensitive inf- situation that it makes sense to do all this spying. But I think the big st- the big takeaway, though, is like this is a 21-year-old kid. He's basically, a, you know, he's 21 years old. He's like an alt-right dude who literally like leaked these top-secret documents in a Discord server with like a, a handful of friends, literally just for, like... No, like, actual, like, it doesn't seem like there's, like, an ideological reason. It seems like just, like, kind of, like, this is sort of, like, a 4chan nihilist type of situation. I feel like he,
1: didn't he just, like, want to... I watched a video about this, and I could be wrong, so please correct me. But I saw this, like, ne- like, epic Redditor guy, like, soy boy, and I mean that in a nice way, on TikTok explaining the whole situation. And he said that this this guy just wanted to prove to like the other people in the server that he actually had access to that information like yeah people are like oh i don't believe you and then he just did it to prove it like it, it seems like for such a st- it's like a minecraft discord server like it's so cringe like it's, it's actually really funny the way it, it came out but uh i mean it's only funny to an extent of course but
0: yeah, no, it it is definitely is like a sign of the times that we live in like a era exactly. where we're all just doing stuff for discord clout now basically. Um so yeah, this this was a guy who was in the Air National Guard, which is like not a, you know, not a very prestigious, you know, position in the in the military. It's you know, it's he's in the, he's in the National Guard and it's just kind of like lots of people were raising like questions like how does this like dumb kid who's like leaking top secret information have access to the stuff in the first place like you know he's not like a super sharp you know high-ranking person who like worked his way into getting it sounds like he literally like took these pictures on his cell phone and like leaked it on discord and from what i was reading like he made a pact with his friends on discord not to leak it but then of course of course it freaking leaked. Like how can you how dumb can you be to like trust your like alt right internet friends to not leak top secret information like come on, yo. So um So yeah, now
1: the US government's gonna try to ban Discord, so
0: I hope y'all yeah, are happy. I guess so, yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, I don't know,
1: maybe they will. Maybe they will. Maybe the TikTok thing will start a revolution against like apps that threaten quote unquote threaten US national security.
0: I mean, honestly, that you 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 could. I I do agree that a lot of the arguments in favor of banning TikTok are really fuzzy and can definitely be extended in and similar, really stupid ways. Um, but one thing that I think is really interesting about me tr- me trying to parse this story out, understand what these documents say what the leak says and stuff how serious the leaks are. I'm just getting so many mixed messages because I'm seeing some people say it's really serious because it has an impact directly like right now on Ukraine's like intelligence and like security. I'm reading people who are saying it's actually not that big of a deal because a lot of it is information we already know. I'm reading people say it can help Russia plan ahead and help Russia out. I'm also reading people say that some Russian intel people are, are saying this leak might be fake and might be designed to throw people off, throw Russia off and make Russia, like, miscount, like, un, like prepare incorrectly or something like that for the future of the war. So uh, it does seem like with this leak Everybody, including the Ukrainian government, like, everyone is trying to, like, twist this leak and what the leak says to their favor, and no one really knows exactly, like, what to make of it. And, like I said, I do think, ultimately, the, the bigger story is just, like, the sheer fact that it leaked itself and the fact that it's from a 21-year-old alt-right nihilist who just wants to impress his friends, and now it's having, like, serious consequences on, like, the history By of the
1: Via Discord.
0: The gamer, the gamer app.
1: It was a Discord server related to Minecraft. Yeah. So, there you go. There you Sign go. Sign of the times, as Prince says, my fellow Minnesotan. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anything there was, else?
0: Yeah. I mean, no. I would say just there was there was yeah no no no. Let's let's move on because All right. I could I could go down a rabbit hole, but like ultimately, <laughs> I. I'd rather not because it's just like I said. The main story is that a twenty-one-year-old a leaked this, and what's in the documents, in my opinion, aren't that explosive, anyways. So let's move on. To all right, all right. Twitter.
1: Yay, Twitter! Twitter is, is epic. actually a,
0: Twitter is actually a national security threat.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? No, honestly.
0: Yeah. Twitter is. Making You're me right. Feel no, less it, it really
1: is a sign of the times. Like. Social media platforms are are experiencing this upheaval and serious changes. And
0: yeah, it's like oh, we're kind of right seeing people.
1: the consequences of it.
0: <laughs> like right wing people finally learned how to use a computer, and now they're trying to do stuff by like mm-hmm. using Discord and leaking stuff on there, and like buying Twitter and stuff like that. Or yeah, just like we're so-
1: seeing like a major transformation with th- these platforms and how the government like regulate re- regulates them, you know?
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's it's very strange because I feel like regulating social media is like opening up a really insane can of worms that like I don't even like I think these these are conversations that I feel like have been going on for a decade over concerns about data, privacy, Security, et cetera, et cetera, and like no one really like misinformation, disinformation, like it's just nonstop, and I feel like no one really know has like a good solution for it. Um, but Elon Musk, you know, having the giant ego he did, he does buying Twitter and thinks he's gonna solve social media by like making, uh, was it he was saying like a public, public square? Was it town square? Yeah,
1: like a town square for like the world.
0: Yeah. Like some and some
1: he, something like that.
0: Yeah. And we've we've talked about this on other episodes about how bad of a job he's doing and there's always a new thing he's doing that's dumb. Like for he a couple of weeks ago, he he temporarily banned Substack links, which is absolutely insane because now you're turning a bunch of journalists against you because And Twitter
1: like, is like the main vehicle through which journalists like really display their work or communicate with people.
0: Yeah, so he's he, Elon Musk seems to be trying to advance Twitter's and his own interests just like through like sheer like fighting, and the the most recent thing we were gonna talk about this that just happened this week as well, um, is that he he that PBS and NPR, you know PBS and NPR two, you know massive names in in media, you know both pretty well respected pretty much across the entire political spectrum besides, like, the alt-right, which Elon Musk is a part of. Um, they both they both have formally, like, left Twitter. Because what happened was Elon Musk slapped PBS and NPR with a label saying that they are government-affiliated media, which is a label that, um, you know, Twitter has given t- out to, like, um, you know, like media organizations literally controlled by like for example the Russian government or the Venezuelan government etc and you know I have seen people fairly point out why is it that you know these media platforms that are owned by enemies of the United States get this label but then you know PBS and NPR don't I think it's a fair question but the answer is pretty pretty clear it's because PBS and NPR only about 10 percent of their revenue comes from like, public funds, while most of it is from, like, you know, donations and, and, like, corporations and stuff like that. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's apples and oranges to compare, you know, NPR to a media organization where, like, literally the, the Russian government, te- like, directs exactly what they have to say. Um, so, so Elon Musk labeled these two, these two Twitter accounts as government affiliated media and, they reacted by saying all right we're we're getting out of here and elon mm-hmm. musk met with the i think he met elon musk met with bbc cuz bbc was also labeled with the same thing and he agreed to change it from s- state affiliated to government funded media which is like t- kind of true it's it's technically more true you know 10% of their funds it's just kind of it's kind of ridiculous though because like so many corporations get like at least some like public funding Public contracts, etc., and you're not going to like slap on this label that like makes them equal to like literally Russian-controlled media or whatever, um, right? It's just like, and also, yeah, well, you go ahead.
1: You would would you agree that PBS and NPR are yeah. some of the more reliable news
0: sources? I would say they're very centrist, you know, and very like they're very like. They're kind of, yeah, they, 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 and I, I mean, centrist, not necessarily like in the sense that they like, you know, yeah, like they exactly, yeah, they, they're very like, they, they're, they're not trying to take a left wing or right wing side. They're literally just trying to like present boring facts, you know? But the thing is, is Elon Musk and all his friends who are like super far right wing, they think that like, s- like boring NPR, boring PBS, like information is like, Leftist, you know what I mean? Like, they think yeah. that they, they like, they're like Elon Musk is a straight up conspiracy theorist, you know. I saw a tweet that was like, if you think Wikipedia, you know, is biased and you can't trust it, you know, then you're you, you probably have some pretty messed up political beliefs, you know what I mean? And that's kind of yeah. how I like, I think that's where Elon Musk is like, oh, NPR and uh. You know, NPR and PBS are woke leftists because they get a little bit of money from the government. We need to throw them in the same bucket of, as, like, you know, Ira- Iranian, Iranian state-controlled, mm-hmm. you know, media or whatever.
1: It's just, it's only going to increase distrust in journalists and, and mainstream media, which is already, like,
0: at an all-time high, basically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't believe how bad of a job he's doing because, you know, already a lot of journalists were leaving Twitter because of the Substack thing. And now NPR and PBS are leaving too. It's like, how do you mess this? Like, it's how do you mess it up this this bad? Like, Elon Musk, if you want to improve Twitter, you, you're, you're not going to improve it by fighting. You're literally just fighting well-respected people and organizations for no reason. He's picking fights and losing them.
1: He is I don't think he's had a single dub on Twitter.
0: I I really think that he is he he is so deep in his like like alt right conspiracy theory mindset that he really thought like this was going to work out. But instead, he's like literally tweeting stuff that is like actually insanely stupid and dumb and then there will be like a Twitter note but like beneath it explaining why Elon Musk is wrong. Like he's literally yeah. having his own website Gross being humiliated
1: fact-checked by his own website.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I'm just I whatever you you know, it like whatever your political beliefs are far right, far left, wherever you are, like just a heads up, if you want to like run a successful business, like picking fights with what well-respected organizations is like not how you do it, you know. You you want to like mm-hmm. you want to do what Bud Light's doing. You want to b- do what Bud Light is doing and releasing like a boring letter saying we want everyone to get together and give each other hugs, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, um, yeah, just, yep. it's, it's just it's it's miraculous to to see like every day Elon Musk does something else, pretty whack.
1: Indeed. All right, you ready to move on to the next, the final thingy?
0: The final, let's move on to the final thingy.
1: All right, so moving on to our final topic. We are discussing the Montana TikTok bans, the first state to ban TikTok officially in the United States. Is that right, Kyle?
0: That is correct. Um, yeah. It's pretty weird. It is, it is. Montana.
1: Um. So... So just like reading about this, it's fascinating because my understanding is that people who use TikTok, like individuals who use TikTok will not be penalized, but rather the app itself or, um, the app store.
0: I don't, I really don't understand. Like, this is like, again, kind of what we were saying earlier, like when it comes to regulating social media, um... It really is, like, kind of unprecedented territory here where it's, like... I mean, first off, yes, there's VPNs. But, like, yeah, like, if there's going to be someone downloading it, who do you punish? Do you punish Apple for, like, the app like App store letting people download it? Do you punish Google? I mean, I, I read that there's a, a penalty of up to $10,000 yes. a day.
1: Yes, yes.
0: If you download it?
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Um, so... Yeah, I, I don't think it's, I don't know if, like, I don't think it's in, Um, like, in effect yet. Like, I I read that, like, it'll go in effect January 2024. Um, oh, really? That's a so while. But, wild. like, I think, yeah, there's, there's a long time. Everyone and download TikTok now. now. Then, everyone go down, da- yeah, everyone go download it. The new
1: Flappy Bird.
0: And remember to, <laughs> I remember to delete it before this goes into effect or else you'll be, like, you'll have, like, a, a million dollar well, bill. Well, here's the thing, though, like... like
1: can you use? Uh, it, it's my understanding. It's a little vague here, but it's my understanding that if you already have TikTok, you can use it. Like they're not going to punish you.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I mean that's the thing is I I feel like Montana. I'm going to be honest. I think that lawmakers in Montana just simply aren't smart enough to know how to use a phone. Like I think I really think that this is like they they literally just like think tiktok is like some chinese thing that kids can put on their phone and they just want it to go away and they don't know how to make it go away they don't know what it really means they don't know they don't know how to even open tiktok i don't think but yeah like i i think this is literally them just like the logistics of banning tiktok in one state i think is really hard and i don't think Answers to that, like how it's going to actually be implemented yet. I don't know. Like, let me see. What is there even? What is? There? I'm sure it's about China. Let me see.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
0: What is it? I'm sure. Here it goes. Yeah, they're concerned about about like you know national security with China. As if as if China cares about Montana. I am sorry. They do, China does not care about Montana. China Wait, may be that, trying to spearhead. Isn't that you know, where
1: the balloon was found
0: over? The- <laughs> oh oh <laughs> was it yeah yes it was oh my good what does china want with montana oh, th- there's they're they're beefing i guess maybe Montana's smarter than i think what if i'm wrong what, what if i'm I... wrong baby I don't... oh oh my goodness maybe montana's right about this
1: mm, the plot thickens Me mm. thinks
0: this yeah. is interesting <laughs> sorry I'm i'm gonna really miss all those influencers in montana
1: i know i know it's it's a shame it's a shame so
0: wait where is montana <laughs> it's,
1: it's kind of by where i live a little bit it's like the midwest-ish kind of is montana the Midwest? It pretty it's beautiful it's one of the most beautiful states
0: it's like kind of like the north northwest yeah
1: where? i mean it's somewhere that i've driven to before you know on a road trip or something like okay. you know i've All been right. a few i should times. probably stop making fun of
0: i i'm just gonna be i i love people from montana it's just the lawmakers i don't like yeah exactly i should i should go to montana i should probably i should probably go to montana and and, uh and assess because um (sighs) yeah so it's the i'm i'm wondering if there's there's a lot of i feel like right now the state legislators are like going nuts like they're all like like republicans have realized like oh we have like the conservatives in the supreme court we can do everything now like they're banning abortion pills banning abortion they there's that like i think in tennessee they like kicked out those two democrats for protesting against guns like i feel like the states like the red the republican states they're they're banning drag race, not drag. Not they're banning drag. They're banning trans healthcare. Like Republican states have gone absolutely crazy with just like, it's like they really have realized. Oh, we we can do everything, and they're just rolling out one bill after another that are extremely extremely intrusive. Like these are intrusive. Yeah. It's so weird that like, you know, like a lot of the the pro state oh, take, take my people, gov-
1: Take my take the government out of. Of our lives except when it comes to tiktok
0: (laughs) yeah it's like the people who are always you know the conservatives who are more pro-state rights are usually like usually somewhat aligned with like the libertarian kind of ideas especially when it comes to guns but like literally what we're seeing now is like banning trans health care banning abortion banning tiktok banning you know abortion pills like It's like freaking fascism. It's like it's like they it's like it's it's actually look. Maybe you can make a good like I said. I don't know enough about national security, cybersecurity, TikTok, blah blah blah, to really firmly come down on the ground that it's completely a bad idea to ban TikTok. But like, what Montana is doing is just like it's like like a circus. For like real. they don't know how they're going to do it, they just are just doing it's it like and I'm it's sure like there
1: needs to, i mean maybe not for real, but like there needs to be an, like an age limit for politicians
0: yeah i i i honestly i i I don't think it's a bad idea not be not i, to I, be, really I'm not, I mean idea. i don't I'm not
1: saying that seriously necessarily, but it's like these old people are making laws that will not affect them, and they will not live to see the consequences of those decisions. Plus, they don't really an age limit. They don't know this technology. Age, they don't use it.
0: An age limit, besides for Joe Biden. Yes. Because <laughs> Joe Biden did a thing for Lady Gaga. Oh
1: yeah, we should have covered that. Just Remember kidding. That? Yeah.
0: We could we could cover it right now. <laughs> okay, we could, we could here's recording. my
1: brief covering of of the thingy. So Lady Gaga okay. is appointed the, the the co-chair of this like arts and culture thingy by Joe Biden. So yeah, there's the news.
0: Okay, so that was that was that was Joe Biden slaying for a second there. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. I, I I'm sure there's gonna be more states that do what Montana did. Like I think, you know, it's there's kind of like a herd mentality where it it seems like where one state does something kind of uh, brazen, and then all the other states are like, okay, we're just gonna go for it. And it's it, usually when there's stuff like this that happens, and I'm sure it's gonna happen. There's gonna be some judge some judiciary who says that this ban is unconstitutional there's gonna be a big fight over it blah 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 but um i mean in the meantime though it seems like 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 the we're watching in action with our own two eyes like red red states go way way crazy overboard with just going nuts passing all these like really right same thing with trans crazy people bills.
1: too.
0: yeah exactly so Ugh, scary times, kind of freaky. Um, yeah, I, uh I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna definitely be watching this TikTok thing closely. Montana's the first one to do it. More to come. We'll, we'll report more if there's others. Um, so, yeah. Welp. Welp. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the TikTok ban in Montana? No,
1: I think that's it.
0: All right, folks, we have reached the end of the episode. Thank you for
1: listening, and make sure uh, you share the freaking episode and like it and subscribe and do the thingies and rate it. Um, make Base News Network the number one source of of uh, news, and the make sure that we – so when we get a Twitter, we want to have the state-funded media tag on our, our Twitter. So
0: Yes. So yes. Make,
1: that, make that a reality by rating our podcast.
0: Yes, everybody, please email your government – to have them fund us. Yes. You should. E- everyone email the government of Montana saying, "This is an American podcast. We're they're not sponsored by We're China. Based. They're based. They're news. And in and the they're network. Combating. And they're a period. Network.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Base News Work. Bye.
0: Bye.